What is going on everyone? Welcome back to Apocalypse Movies. My name is Jake Berlin and as you can see we have the entire crew here today as we are diving into our top 10 2019 movies. This is our official list for the channel as well as our individual list which we will talk about as we go along. Uh, but before we get to our list and a little backstory on what and how we get to this list, um, the crew is here. We have Jacob, Brian, Keith, Gio, and myself. The five of us. How is everyone doing today, guys? Great. Fantastic. Yeah? It's fantabulous. Yeah. Fantabulous. <laughs> it's early. I'm here. Life. I'm here for you. Okay. We got all kinds of new equipment going on, too. Starting off strong in 2020. Absolutely. Yeah? Um, all right. So, uh, if you've been watching our videos for a while now, you know that the way we get our consensus list is by a point system. Um, one, the first movie on our list gets 10 points. The 10th movie gets one point and everything in between. Uh, and we add up our individual lists for total points. And so... Um, I'm the only one that knows the full list, um, per usual with our, our other always. stuff. And it's a little bit more, uh, it's a little more fun that way. A bigger surprise for these guys. Um, but before we get to it, guys, anything that you guys may be expecting, this is a, it's a wide range one. It's not like a geek thing or anything like that. I'm just glad you're the one who knows that puts the list together. Cause I don't want to know. I want to be surprised <laughs> on camera. And I just want to say really quick for anybody who's thinking it's the third week in January. Why are you putting out your list this late? We live in Sacramento. We can't see everything that comes out. 1917 just came out last weekend. Yep. yep. So we can't see everything ahead of time before the year's over or even by the first week of January. And there's still so, stuff I haven't been able to see. Exactly. Like I haven't seen 4B Ferrari or Little Women, which is a shame. A shame. But <laughs> cut us some slack. We, you know, we're not professional critics. So I act. It's funny you say that because I'm the exact opposite. I think. We're doing it too soon. I would always wait till the end of January. I would have, yeah. Until we can see everything. Like I got two movies Oscars. I'm seeing this weekend that I know will probably get well, on my list. The thing for me is we're never going to be able to see everything. No one's ever going to no, be of able course, to see everything. Not everything. So, but the bigger stuff, there's bigger stuff that's out. That. that would definitely. No, even he's missed some movies. Like, absolutely. It, it just, it's impossible. The professional critics who see 200 movies a year still miss movies. We're, so it's just what you've seen. It's, we're, on no, we're on nobody's so, yeah. timeline, okay? We all got lives oh, sure. here. Just, exactly. But I think I do think there is a little bit of urgency to get it out. You know, I, I I believe so, but not like right away. Top ten that we've seen so far. That's what I call. It. That's, well, what, right, I, that's look, what I titled mine. People have short <laughs> memories, right? So by people are like by the time you know, it's like February. By the time it's February first, people are like twenty nineteen. Why are you talking about that? You know. So I'm just glad nineteen seventeen was it in this year's movie because I don't know if anything could compete with that one. Oh, you, what do you mean? For movie, as far as movies of the year. Go to the top ones of the year. I'm glad it was last year, yeah. not this year. I'm, oh, like if you, if it was actually a January. That movie would never come, like actually be an official January release. Anyway, Are yeah. you saying nothing's going to beat it, Brian? I, I, okay, I, well, so. I think this, he's talking about 2020 movies. This is though, kind of a spoiler, though. You movies. didn't even include it on your 2019 list. Because I didn't. I thought we were not. Oh, we left it off. Oh, that that was my mistake. That was just for me not. Thinking. I'm like, what? It's not even in your list, and you're raving about it right now. <laughs> I, must have, I must have thought it was 2020 then. Yeah. But it, that's the weird part about it. yeah, because it wide release in 2020. Like I said, we yeah. just got it last week. They do it for the Oscars. So that's the reason why all the award stuff. Yeah. So it's interesting. Um, all right. Well, let's get oh, my list a shot. Let's let's <laughs> move on to to the list. Uh, so we have an interesting uh, dilemma at the ten spot. Um, Eleven, ten, and nine all tied with the same amount of points. Eleven, um, alphabetical order. Wow. No, it's based on how many lists it's on and how high it is on the list. And Box so, office. Who <laughs> <laughs> uh, made the most money? Actually, that's an interesting. That would be an interesting way to do it because two of them are Netflix movies. Ah. But I think um, the way you do it is fair. That makes the most sense. So I'll talk about 11 when we get to our honorable mentions. Um, I know that two gentlemen will will be very upset that it is at 11. But moving on to number 10, it was on three lists. And the highest it was was on mine at uh, five, which merits the Netflix movie with Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. It's at number 10? It's at number 10. Oh, man. my goodness. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and Jacob and Gio both had it on their list, and it came in with 15 points. So, Mary's story. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it definitely deserves to make this list. Yeah. It's, at one point, like, the first week I saw it, I was like, is this the best movie of the year? And I wouldn't argue against anyone who said that. For me, it's... I, I just enjoyed a, a, a couple other movies a lot more. So, uh, but this movie is phenomenal. I won't be surprised if it wins best best picture. To be honest, I it's one of there's like three movies who I think will win best picture, 
and Marriage Story is one of them. I've been saying before mm -hmm. I saw 1917 that this movie deserves all the awards. All the awards is, it's nominated for, it deserves everything, in my opinion. Like, that's how good I think it is. Adam Driver, if he doesn't win Best Actor, I think it's a complete sham, in my opinion. He, what he did in this movie was incredible. That, that apartment scene with him and Scarlett Johansson is ridiculous. I, I completely agree with you. So... I just saw Marriage Story. Uh, not an easy film to watch. No, not at all. But definitely a very powerful movie in terms of uh, the performances, um, in terms of diving into, you know, that unfortunate thing that may happen. You know, it's life uh, with as far as marriage and divorce goes. It's a film that, you know, requires two actors to be on their very best and to not only uh, for that, but for them to just have, you know, chemistry. It has to work. Otherwise, it, it doesn't. And most notably, the apartment scene that you guys talked about. Um, Crazy. I think there's one performance that m might be just a little bit better, but Adam Driver is the best he's ever been. Yeah. yeah. And I will say about that movie, it is, and you might not believe this, but it is actually really funny. It's It has a lot of comedy. Well, the way it. it's told. It's yeah, the way and it's, it's just yeah. like, there's dialogue between mm -hmm. characters, and it's like, that's hilarious. It's It has a little bit of quirky comedy to the it. The opening of the movie is by far the best, as far as comedy, where they're oh. telling the stories about each other. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then uh, Scarlett Johansson's sister is hilarious yeah, yeah, in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Those kitchen scenes yeah. Yeah. between yeah. The, the mom and the two sisters is hilarious. Well, we, we can't hilarious. go without saying Laura Dernall's also got nominated yeah, she for the did. movie. She, she's up for a, she an Oscar. Uh, she won Globe? something. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was a Golden Globe. It, was. it might have been. The supporting cast is incredible. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, all right, moving on to number nine, and again, this tied with fifteen points, but because it was number two on my list, it is nineteen seventeen. And Jacob and I were the only ones to have it on our list. But again, it's because it came out late. Uh, we ju I just saw it two days ago. I haven't seen it. Um, and Brian forgot. And Brian forgot. So <laughs> it would be Brian forgot. It would be a lot higher on the list if I remember. Have you seen it? That's my no. fault. Yeah, I'm trying that to see it tomorrow. I was holding my breath multiple times. Mm. That movie, a ride of a movie. It's it's what I said. I tweeted this. It might be one of the best movies I've ever seen. That's it legitimately crazy. might be one of the best movies I've ever That's seen. That's crazy. Like of all time, I and I'm not afraid to say it. Like it is, it's incredible. Well, like it is absolutely incredible. The fact that it was just one shot was it felt like you were just watching this really long incredible scene i don't i can't think of anything that's like that that i have that i've watched recently where it's like that well there's only two movies that come to mind for me it's that and birdman which you've never seen birdman yeah, I haven't seen <clears throat> so but yeah that movie was wild i don't even know who the main actor is george mckay I want to see more of him because he was really good. He should be a young James Bond. Ooh, I wouldn't. I'm surprised he wasn't nominated. To be honest, because mm -hmm. when I was watching it, I was like, "Am I sure this guy was not nominated?" Because he gave an incredible performance. And for me, I, I love this movie too. It's I just I literally just saw it last night. But there's sometimes like there's movies. Damn, I gotta think about that one. Not this one. I knew right away it was incredible. And you know, I took somebody with me who these type of movies are not her cup of tea at all. And she enjoyed it. And she, there, it, again, you wouldn't think this, but there's comedy in this movie. Yeah. And it's actually pretty funny at yeah. times. And I will say, very unpredictable, and, which is crazy. And I, I was shocked at multiple times. And this is in the trailer, but that scene when he's running with the bombs behind him, I, just watching that scene, I wanted to cry because how beautiful the scene is. Yeah. It's, yeah. And what's happening in the story at the time, too. It is an incredible scene and amazing, amazing runtime. Thank you, Sam Mendes, for deciding that this movie doesn't need to be three hours. Yep. It's a perfect runtime. How long was it? It did not feel long. It was like just a, over two hours. I think it's under two hours. Really? I think it's hour okay. 58 minutes. Even better. Yeah. Uh, I, you had mentioned George McKay, but the reason why I'm surprised he didn't get nominated is because there isn't a lot of dialogue. There's well, not there's a lot of dialogue with the movie. All his dialogue. But that's what, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm yeah. saying. Like, there's a lot of moments with him where it's just him doing something without talking. Like, there's a scene in the movie towards the end that just abs like the water scene. The water scene is ridiculous. And imagine going through that in like real life. 
because that actually happened. Like it, it legitimately happened in World War One. And so, and then all the cameos too that happened in the movie, which is really cool. You see surprises of names and people that you don't expect to see in the movie, which is really um, nice. The scene in the dark when he's running through that town. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's crazy. Huh. Um, Damn, I'm mad. <laughs> Are you guys looking forward to seeing this? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes, very much. I know you see it tomorrow, right? You said like Keith mm. tomorrow. Keith, yeah, it's another one. Yeah. It's another one yeah. that. You know, Marriage Story, 1917, those two, like, and there's, I think there's one more who I think will win Best Picture. Like, it's it's a three-headed race to me. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Um, if I would have done this, I probably would have put it. I thought you were going to say one, because that would have been crazy, because which one well, your real put number it, one Putting is, it up to three? Yeah. It would have, <laughs> it would have been in the top three. <laughs> Um, all right, let's move on to number eight, uh, and this is only and this is due to only Brian and I seeing it. It's uh, two on my or two on Brian's list, three on mine, and that's the Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah, uh, made it at number eight. Um, another limited movie, very small movie that didn't have a long runtime or a uh, long theater time. Um, very cool story behind the movie. Uh, Shia LaBeouf, Zach Gottsagen, Dakota Johnson, uh, directed by two unknowns who had done commercials, and there's a really cool story about that behind that. But yeah, this movie. Uh, it was my number one for a very, very long time until the two movies above it, which one of them was 1917, came out. Um, it's such a heartwarming. It's probably the best story of the year. It's probably the best story, like film story of the year, um, just because of what it means and how you know the kid has Down syndrome, um, and you know they gave him this part because nobody was giving him roles, and you know Shia LaBeouf gives one of the best performances of his career, and. Uh, Dakota Johnson is incredible in the movie and Bruce Dern's in it for a funny second and there's so many good parts about it and good moments and um it is I, I'm it's the one movie that I wish that would have been nominated for something with Oscars like, I, I really do I was floored that it was well it comes down to money they can't they can't afford to push for it I, so what like I would have thought it would have been something it got nothing and for me it was my number two of the whole entire year it beat Star Wars, which, I mean, for me, that's a big deal. Cause yeah, it's unfortunate, but Jake's right. The All these major studios, they have the funding to push it. Yeah. And they send screeners to all the critics and make sure that they watch it. So they probably didn't have the funds to do all that. It's, uh, and I haven't seen it either, which it's one of those I missed and I need to watch. It's, it's in Redbox. I should go pick it up. Yeah. Are you guys looking forward to checking it out a little bit? Yes. Yeah, I, yeah, I've been trying to catch I, I haven't seen it, but, uh, The word of mouth on this movie. Yeah. Is, yeah. It's sitting at a 96% of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Very rarely do I like <clears throat> call or recommend movies to family. And I was like, to my mom, I was like, you need to go see this movie. And she went and saw it and loved it. My mom is not a big movie. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I. I you guys have told me Shia LaBeouf is amazing in it, and maybe he it made me like him. maybe he didn't deserve the nomination this year, but there's gonna be a year where Shia turns in a performance that he did it twice this year that yeah. um is like a no brainer should be nominated, and I hope voters don't shy away from that uh, from voting for him. He did he did two he's incredible. He, he gave two of those performances yeah, here, and he was stumped for Honey both. Boy? Yeah, yeah. So, Scarlett um, said that was her favorite movie of the year. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, okay, so let's move on to number seven. Uh, and this came in with 18 points, and it was highest on Mr. Geo's. That is Joker. Mm. Not top five, but made the seventh spot of the year. What do you think, man? Uh, what more can we say? This movie deserves all the um, Oscar buzz and uh, nominations that it's get- getting. The most this year. Uh, yeah. it, it's a movie that when it was first announced, Everyone was kind of like, uh, was it, you know, really necessary? But Joaquin Phoenix and Todd Phillips together, they just formed this incredible, like, powerful duo that can take a Joker character, probably arguably the most popular comic book character um, in the world. Um, everybody knows uh, the character of Joker. Definitely villain. And villain. Yeah. And give him a story that is about as close as you can get to being like like a biopic of sorts for the character because up until this film we didn't know anything he was just psychotic crazy evil f- for no reason but this movie attempted to humanize the character r- r- make him relatable um with problems that are very relatable in this world you know with mental health and 
you know, society and, and how we treat each other as humans. And I think this movie is so much more than just your comic book movie. It really dives in um, to the, the mindset of a character. And Todd Phillips, I think, just did an incredible job. It was what the the one of the high highest films at the Venice Film Festival or it, no it won it won yeah. the top prize I don't know what the name of it is but it won it won the award for their best film which yeah. comes it it the Venice Film Festival a lot of the times is like a precursor to the Oscars mm-hmm. which is why I mean it got eleven nominations yeah. and it could end up winning a lot of the categories that people aren't expecting it to win it's an achievement and the cinematography is just amazing seeing Gotham in that that time um what was it the 70 80 70 think it might have been like the mid mid early early to mid 80s like somewhere or yeah early to mid 80s I I think it's just an achievement and it's a movie that will stand the test of time. It's a character study. It's a character Absolutely. study. And I'm really, really glad that the composer, the woman, is winning everything. Because that score is mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Um, where did you where did you have it on your list? Two. Two. Two? I have it number four on my list. And Keith I, has it at number nine. I I love Joker and I the thing about this is even though it's uh it's a heavy drama, a, a heavy drama, it's not you know, you could if some if someone didn't know who the Joker was, everyone knows who he is. But just let's say, you you know, you showed somebody they didn't know who the Joker was, you wouldn't know that this is a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, this is the second year in a row that a comic book movie is nominated for Best Picture, and it made over a billion dollars. Most Best Picture nominations usually aren't heavy box office hitters, so that's incredible. And for me, it's like you know, I already have an attachment to the Joker character, so we're going in with that. And do you? The Joaquin Phoenix performance is absolutely <laughs> incredible. I think it's either him or Adam Driver. One of them two are yeah. going to win Best Actor. And uh, I do think uh, that's the third movie I was referencing. Is it's I think Joker has a chance to win Best Picture, which would be crazy. That would be just insane historically for film. Yeah. And uh, whether you agree or not is up to you, but just that would just be incredible for movies going forward because I think that would give um, studios like they would take chances more and, and make these kind of movies going forward and rated R films, dark movies, comic book films. And they people are always saying the Oscar voters shy away from dark material. This might be the darkest film of the year. And it's it's the most nominated film of the year, it's, which is crazy. It's quietly changing comic book movies, the genre, because you see a movie like New Mutants given its you and know, I original think, R rating. I, I think it's like... It's been happening through like the past decade. Like the Dark Knight kind of started this change, yeah. and then you have Logan, and you have Deadpool, Deadpool, and Joker. So like, I don't think we get Joker if we don't get if the Dark Knight, um, Deadpool, uh, Logan don't come. Definitely out. Deadpool and Logan. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. definitely Logan. Definitely. Um, all right, well, let's move on to number six, and this was on everyone's list except mine. Tied with Joker at 18 points, but because it was on four out of five lists, that is Aladdin. Yes! <laughs> I'm so happy you made it. Uh, I'm the only one who didn't have it on my list. It was in the top 15, though. I want to hear so. Keith's thoughts. Yeah, this is, this That's is... a Keith one. I actually have this at seven, um, because, uh, like, everything... So, Full disclosure, I actually was just sitting here. I actually just revised my list because I, oh, really? I just remembered a movie that I loved <laughs> this year. Uh, you mentioned uh, a Netflix one. that was. I feel like this one that I just remembered is one of the ones that was tied. What is it? And I went, ah, I'll wait till the end. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> so I put that movie in and slotted down a couple of them. But just uh, Aladdin's just above it. Um, I mean, it's, it's probably the biggest such... surprise of the year. Easily. Yeah, I, I, I was uh, definitely because Guy Ritchie. Guy, that's the surprise for me. Is that I was expecting. <laughs> he I, made a good movie since they, right. since they oh, wanted oh, to come he's on. Made a lot of movies. Yes, he's made a lot he's of good stri- movies. Let's put it this way: he Look. stride away from his typical type of movie. Thank you. Well, yeah, that's that's yeah. yeah that's it, telling yeah. The, the one he's got coming out is yeah, a guy. Ex- that's, exactly. that's Guy Ritchie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the what's it called? Gentleman? The gentleman. gentleman. Yeah, that's that's his his thing. But uh, this one was uh, I, I figured. Since they started these live action Disney ones, I figured it would be pretty good at least. Um, but yeah, this, I mean, it's this, you know, they made little slight little changes here and there, but I mean, it's Aladdin and it's, it was uh, the guy, uh, Mina Masood. Masood, yeah. Masood, yeah. It's great. Uh, we talked about him uh, a few weeks back and 
hopefully we see him in in more stuff because he's great as Aladdin. Uh, I mean, the cast is excellent. And even Jafar, a lot of people were down on Jafar. I thought he was, he was no, fine. I really liked I, I, him. I thought he was pretty I good. Really yeah, liked I really liked him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, the songs are all great. You know, that's the, for a lot of the live action uh, adaptations we've been getting, some of the songs haven't quite transferred oh, over. The, yeah. One of the reasons why I love this movie so much is the music. It, yeah, and this one, the songs are yeah. excellent. They do a great job because they, they're so iconic in the original one. Will Smith. And Will Smith's really the perfect choice to, Absolutely. to play Genie after it was done so brilliantly right. by Robin Williams. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, there's nobody. But then when they first announced Will Smith, I was like, wait a minute. He can definitely act. He can sing kind of rap. He has comedic cues. He can hit, he can hit those. He and he did it rap. in the movie. Oh, yeah, he could definitely. He's the first rapper to win a Grammy. One of the first rap Grammy. <laughs> yep, absolutely. But I mean, <laughs> you talk about Disney doing these live action films. I knew Lion King, and I, I haven't seen it, but I knew Lion King would succeed because D- the Jungle Book was a success. Big question mark with with Aladdin. How are they going to do the genie? That's well, what everyone thought that's it was going to be terrible. Yeah. When that first mm-hmm. teaser came out, even us, we thought it was going to be terrible. People went... Not me. That's the thing. People forget. It's Will Smith. Like He's number one. No, 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 he's definitely. A, he's a I mean, if he was great, that doesn't mean the whole movie is going to be yeah, great. But I'm, talking about, I'm talking yeah. about people were questioning Will oh, yeah, Smith true, true, yeah. <laughs> and what he was going to do with genie because it's such an iconic performance with Robin Williams did. And Will Smith knows what he's doing. He can act. <laughs> And he's a Grammy-winning performer, so that's a song that didn't really surprise me that those songs were so great. I'm su- I am surprised that I love Friend Like Me as much as I do, <laughs> because I love that original one. <laughs> do we, do we but, know, did Will Smith write the songs? Because I know they're, they're, they're adjusted. The songs are I don't think it's he, not the same lyrics. Probably not. He probably, he probably, he probably gave it a little... Yeah, yeah gave input. About I mean, yeah. They told him to do a little but, Fresh Prince thing to it. Yeah, I too, think... So he kinda, um, who plays Jasmine? What's her name? Naomi Scott. Naomi Scott. 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 She's incredible. Yeah, she's, she's coming up. Oh, she's yeah. coming up, man. And, uh, um, so really I actually have this higher than Keith. I... This movie, man, it's so special to me. It. You like, and Brian both have it at number seven. No, I have it at three. I think... Oh, three, three, three. Sorry. I have it at number three of the year. Wow, which is because I, I look. I loved it when I. It's been up there the whole year. But yeah, you know, yeah, when these yeah. awesome movies start coming out, you start second guessing. Like, wait a minute. That's what happened with me. I, I bought it. I I've had it on Blu-ray for a while, and I just when I rewatched it a couple times, I was like, "Yep, this yeah, absolutely incredible." And uh, the Prince Ali, it's, see, isn't that great? Uh, that's yeah, that's so good. Thing. And when I love, they just when, put it on Disney Plus when they do like the chopped mm-hmm. and screwed. I just watched it the other day. The song, yeah, it's, it's so good. Yeah. So Will yeah, Smith, yeah, yeah. there's no, I don't see anything that says Will Smith helped with the songs. Um, as far as writing, yeah, it's by two gentlemen. I was just curious, yeah, um, where their names go? You're right. You can tell. You definitely little Ben yeah, Ben yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Pasek and Justin Paul right, were right. the two gentlemen that did the I, did the I'm writing. I'm sure like they were working with him. They were. You know, I'm sure. Because he's the one he's like, the one singing it, so I imagine uh, he's involved. I watched one of the, this is the best Disney live action adaptation. Agree. Agree, yeah. agree, agree. I watched one of the features with the two of them talking about it, and that's what they told him. Like just just do it has they told him just Smith do your fresh flair, prince name. Yeah. Flair yeah, to yeah, it. So yeah. So cool. All right, well let's move on to our our top five uh and hitting that five spot. Um it is Thanks to being number one on Keith and I's list, that is Ford v Ferrari. Why is it only a five? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Why is it only a five? That's because well, he Jay hasn't seen it. Which is, I can't. Brian Jay. had it at number yeah, ten. I, I'm telling you, I hate myself. I was gonna go watch. <laughs> Shame, right? Shame. You, you I was gonna watch two movies last night. You had it at ten. Uh, ten. You should be happy it's even on the list. And my ten. With my taste should be at number one. Number one. You should right? so look. Yeah, just sweep I'm categories. Trying to see what, what I had. Geo didn't have it on his list. Really? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I had it at number thirteen. Oh my <laughs> goodness! Honestly, okay. I'm ashamed. I haven't seen it. You know, I, see, that's James, what I mean. See, it's going to change your list James when you Mangold see it. James is my favorite director working right. right now, and I haven't seen this no, movie, which is this, a shame. This, this, this movie is why I personally go to the movie theater. I'm telling you, this is why I go to the movies. If you had to pick a Jake movie, this would. This is why I go to the movies. One thousand percent. Man, <laughs> and you give me crap for saying that he's the best working director today. Look, I don't give you crap for saying that. I say he's yeah. top five for sure. No, we just say you're wrong because <laughs> he's not. Didn't Denis Villeneuve lose? He's no, he's he's right there. It's, they're both. It's it's a couple of guys, but he, the, the, he's right there. I mean, I was thinking about. I haven't watched Logan in a couple of years, but I, I've been, I was thinking about it the other day and just thinking about him. 
And uh, what did this movie, man? And it's, Walk the Line. See, that's I love Walk the Line. Oh, he oh, did direct that, didn't he? That's right. That is, uh, so, so I'm curious. Boy, are you right? <laughs> You're right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> man. That's what I'm saying. I'm curious. I though, why? Why are we so high on Ford v Ferrari? Help, help, help me out, so, and, and Brian, because hold on. because I saw the movie. It's a good movie, but I I think what did you? Did I, we, did, I think, are we overselling it? No, no, no. I I, I want to hear. I, I want to hear why. No, I'm serious. I I, I want to hear. For, like, for, for me, because maybe I'm just. Well, know. he's a car guy. For me, I I grew up with my dad. We we re, we rebuilt my first ever Mustang. Okay, yeah. and I have a connection to the Mustang brand. Like it's my right. all time favorite car. It's a great. And so yeah. seeing that and seeing mm. Carol Shelby in the movie and and rebuilding yeah. a car for two years with my dad and like having that connection that is a different side of it for me. Yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah, sentimental. But I also I'm just a fanatic for car racing movies. Mm. Like uh, we I mean we know about Rush. You and I. Like enjoy the hell out yeah, of Rush, absolutely. right? Absolutely, yeah. Right um, hard, yeah. But um, a movie that is rotten on Rotten Tomatoes, but is so good. I can't believe it. Gone in sixty seconds with Nick Cage. I've never seen that. That, oh, that, that, that movie, man. Did like, you see my tweet? No, I didn't see your tweet. Listen, that movie is everything, and okay. then like it, it's not similar to this, but I'm just saying like those type of movies. It's a very general, 90s movie, but it, but it's amazing. Um, Do I need to add that? To but my this this movie it it does yeah. everything right. Okay. The acting, yeah. The, the pacing, the story, story, how it handles the racing. Performances are it, it's, so... Christian Bale, I mean, I don't know how he wasn't nominated for his performance. A lot of people were saying he I, should have been. I don't yeah. know how he was, wasn't nominated. Um, by Matt that. Damon was great. Uh, Christian Bale's wife was great. Wife, his son, Noah Jupe, was great. Um, yeah. I mean, there's so many pieces. Uh, Josh, Ford, Lucas. Josh Lucas. Josh Lucas is there. Josh Lucas. He's the worst, like... What a terrible guy. John Burns. Terrible. terrible. He was yeah. a perfect a-hole. So, really yeah, everything about the movie is just, it's phenomenal. And, and I'm the same. Like, I grew up, uh, I actually took apart and put together a car, which I wish I had. But I grew up, my, my grandfather worked at Chrysler for 35 years, taught my dad everything. My dad taught me everything. So I spent much of my, you know, young yeah. years working on cars as well. And uh, it was the same thing. And I loved it. Just, and, but the story is so well it's a story that I, I wasn't familiar with i'm not much of a ford guy um uh i would go with the corvette personally i think it's the best american car muscle car wrong but wrong. Uh, um let's never mind yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a car debate uh, we'll a car debate video we'll do a corvette versus mustang versus Ooh, yeah. <laughs> i don't know i think uh, but, uh, i think for me part of it is uh I, I wanted more on ferrari side you know it's, it said ford v ferrari i, I, I just I, I think it was too focused on Ford, and it has to be. I mean, the Ferrari story is compelling put, as well. I would it, love to see. That's I've why said you're that in our a sequel called Ferrari versus Ford. <laughs> or just the Ferrari <laughs> version. The opposite version. <laughs> the Ferrari. But version. I also understand why good. they did it. Uh, I also understand why they did it because I mean, if you cast Matt Damon as you know uh, Shelby, and then you have Christian Bale right there, you put the story focus spotlight on them. Okay, as, and James Mangold is American, right? I, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah, assuming yeah. so. so. Yeah. I mean, well, you got to tell. Biased, listen, right? <laughs> you're, you're, you can blame your uh, people for this for putting the, the V. Uh, you gotta, oh. you gotta, it's got to be a person. Everybody got to be a person. Dear people. No. To sell a movie. No. You got to be versus. They got to know the difference between V and versus. V is oh ideas, ideological, you know, that <laughs> okay. kind of stuff. Versus is I'm gonna straight up fight you. Oh my god! This movie this is feels right because they the V is like using court the cli- cases and the stuff. climax yeah. of the climax of Ford v Ferrari. Uh, no, we're not gonna go. Never mind. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Okay. Don't, don't spoil it. Yeah, right. Okay. I was Although gonna... I mean it's in history. So, but yeah, I hear you. No. But no, yes, no, yes, it is. Can't come over that, that, sucker punch. That's what I was gonna say. Is that it's a puff piece for Ford. The you could make that I hear you so I, I was you. I was gonna say that for a lot of people this is just like car racing is just like it's like a hobby for a lot of people it's yeah. a sport it's a yeah, thing right. that people do kind of a but, niche, niche but a lot niche. of people don't understand that when this all happened how important this was yes. to America right like it, like the deal. entire country right. like how important it was to, to our society mm-hmm. to be able to beat when did it and, take place? the 66 66 okay. is the year that it's set it's 20 a little over 20 years after World War 2 yeah and, it, and it's, it's a, a huge, huge aspect of our history it's, it's up there with USA so that, versus it also Russia has that kind of aspect right. to it all 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, it, it, it's it's definitely a good movie. The it sound, is. the score, Christian Bale, so good. incredible. It's, good. It's, oh, he deserved an Oscar nomination. It's one of my favorite movies. The actual race itself is incredible. So good. I think I'm gonna go watch it tonight. Jake, you like it? You really should. You like it more than Rush? I like it more than Rush. Okay, yeah, cool. I, I love so Rush. we did our overall movies of the decade. Yeah. It was the one 2019 movie I was considering putting. I was in thinking about it too. I was yeah, but I, I felt like it was just too soon. Yeah. It was the one movie that was going to be on my list. It, it would have been, been high. It would have been high. It would have been high on my list. Yeah. You, you would like to? Well, obviously you did better than uh, 1917. It's it far out far beats everything that came out this year. In my uh, I agree. I say agree. So I've never another seen movie we agree on. Squirm in a seat more than in this movie. <laughs> it was like. <laughs> like I'm telling you, it's because like, it's because car. when they talk, when they talk about things, I know exactly what they're talking about. Yeah, right. When he's sitting there in the garage taking apart something, and he says something. I'm like, oh my god, I know exactly what he's talking about. So it's just a different perspective. So, Dave, can I like hit you up if my car breaks down? Like, is, that, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Certain things, yes, <laughs> yes, not the complicated stuff. Uh, all right, let's move on to number four. Uh, and this was on three list, and it was uh, number one for Mr. Ramos. Knives out. Wow. 23 points. Yeah. Whoa. And that was uh, myself, Keith, and uh, Gio had it on our list. Keith had it at two. I two. had it at seven. So, I've been dying. Or six. Excuse me, six. I've been dying to rewatch this movie a second time in theaters. I got to watch it a me second too. time. I wanna want to watch it a second time. You want to, uh, I might hold off, but yeah, I want I want to. It gives Avengers Endgame a run at the best ensemble cast and the way the what? ensemble cast is used. Yeah. Daniel Craig. I mean... He surprised me in Logan Lucky, but this movie, it's incredible what he does as the detective. Yeah. You know, we talk about his southern accent. It's so well done. And uh, the lead girl, Ana, Ana de Armas. Yeah. Thank you, yes. I, I could have said it, but the way you say it, it's just, there's like emotion <laughs> and passion behind it, you know? She's the best young uh, actress working today. She is just so incredible. It, the role for her it required her to carry so much throughout the movie and it's such a simple role mm -hmm. it's so simple but yet so complicated and sh the way she has the playoff of other veteran mm -hmm. act actors and actresses in the movie it's just so well done it's it's a mystery it's it's suspenseful <clears throat> it's funny um what would you call it like kind of a it's a whodunit yeah it's a whodunit yeah, Absolutely. yeah, yeah. A mystery thriller yeah and it's just it's so well done i i was I was worried it would be predictable because these movies usually are, but oh, it man. actually she wasn't nominated. It came off different. Oh, it, it came off she should have been better nominated. than I thought. So yeah, uh, it's in a new way. Like I know they're still doing the movies, but this is what I would rather see from that like Agatha Christie genre than the Death on the Nile and and like, the Murder on the Orient Express. Cairo stories. Yeah, like it's. Yeah. I, I love the way that Ryan Johnson writes when he does this type of stuff. He there's like. Really, there's very few people in the world that are better than him. Like, this is what he does. Yes. And this was what he did with Looper. This is what he did with Brick. And it shows that, like, he's very passionate about this type of stuff. So much so that they're going to do a sequel. Like, they're going to do a sequel. Is that with, official? With, yes. I, I'm pretty sure it's official that they're doing a sequel with, with Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig's character. That's um, incredible. I want to, real quick, because I wasn't here when you talked about it, but how did you feel about it? Because I, I didn't hear it. I love this movie <laughs> no so No one heard much. it, apparently. It's yeah, the, yeah, it didn't, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Look, I i mean, you've seen my list. It, it's number 11 on mm -hmm. my list. And that's no knock on... And that, if I didn't see 1917 last night, it, it would have be been on number your 10. List, yeah. So it, it's just, this year is stacked. Uh, this year is really, really stacked. And, you know, I, I love Knives Out. I think it's incredible. There's just something... Like, this movie had the potential to be my number one. It, it really does, but... There's something about it, and I think I would have to go into spoilers to explain it, that, like, just keeps it from going to that next level for me. That's how I am. And, but it's an absolute beautiful piece of filmmaking. Mm. It truly, truly is. But there's something just holding me back from just... And it's not, like, one plot point. It's, like, yeah. a, a thing about it. And That's fair. So I... And, you know, if anybody ever doubted Ryan Johnson, like, he's yeah. an absolutely incredible filmmaker. And this is why... It's, like, when... don't... Don't let his legacy be the last Jedi. That, well, but see, yeah. even then, uh, the last Jedi is not as. It's, no, know, it's not. But it's not a bad movie. They have people, do, whatever. But uh, this one, we talked about when we did our Star Wars thing, and I was like, that, this is why when 
I want to see his trilogy. Yeah, like, yeah. and I want to see just because he cause his it's what he creates with his it's what he creates, stuff, not yeah. him following somebody 100%. else. Hundred percent. Yeah, so that's why I'm. And I'm pretty sure he's is he still doing it. Do he said know? he said that he said that him and Lucasfilm are still talking. <laughs> no, he it. said okay. Yeah, he know. said they're it's still discussing. Happening. Yes, it is. It, I think it's it going to happen. I don't think it's happening. Also, I would much rather see him do a TV series. I think that would be well. He has he Star Wars or just. Star Wars TV series. Well, he did something. He directed no. Breaking Bad episodes. Yeah, no, so. that's he did. what I'm saying. He did. Yeah. I love what... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. <clears throat> well, I was just going to say real quick. I'm sorry. Go, 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 go. go. Uh, but we talked about it on the, our... When we talked about it on the um, last two weeks or whatever. Um, the thing I love about this is the way they... When they retell the stories, <laughs> it's... Uh, um, uh-oh. <laughs> um, he did remath. Yeah. I did. I did. I... The ele- that 11th movie I was talking about is actually number 10. I just saw it. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Yep. So Knives Out's actually three. Four oh, verse Ferrari, four. Aladdin, five. Joker, six. Peanut Butter Falcon, seven. 1917, eight. Marriage so- Story, nine. Dolomite is my name, ten. Okay, we, we, we're going to get back to Dolomite. Uh, we'll get to okay, that. Okay, so I you finish. were just like... You were There's doing, a space above you it. You nine, eight, seven, six, yes. five, There's four, a space above one. it. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. That's, that's on me. That's, I'm looking at the numbers next to it. That's totally my fault. Oh, wait till you hear what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, well, that's totally you, my so fault. When I give you my revised uh, list, wait till you see what happens. We, um... <laughs> we, are we done talking about Knives Out? I just quickly want to mention Chris Evans. Incredible in this movie. Everybody, Jamie Lee Curtis. Don Johnson was great in this. But Lakeith Stanfield, we talked about um, Chris Evans. <laughs> yeah, when he re-enters the movie midway through, because throughout he's sparingly used, but when he, when his role it grows in the movie, it's, just, it's <laughs> yeah. so great. And that yeah. sweater, yeah, sweater. Let's talk about this sweater. He plays such a great jerk, you know, because you're yeah. so used to seeing him be this uh, <laughs> picture of, of of you know this yeah. virtuous kind of, <laughs> and uh, I think he probably relished in being playing playing this role. Uh, he he was well, also so. a cool jerk in Scott Pilgrim. He was, wasn't no, he? I just watched that a couple weeks ago. He was, yeah. he was a good jerk in another teen movie. The thing I loved, uh, he True. was. I agree. That was one of my favorite. But super guys. fast, because we gotta, yeah, gotta yeah. move on. But the thing I loved is that when when they retell, we talked about this. Yeah. When they retell, perspectives, I love it. But but it's all what actually happened. Because mm-hmm. uh, usually, what you get in these this kind of situations is people from their perspective of what they think happened or well, their version of it. That's what I said it. in our review. Uh, this movie is so unique as a whodunit because it, it tells you what happened what actually happened right, right from the beginning almost. But it doesn't tell you how it happened exactly. Quite exactly. Yeah, yeah so you don't get the whole I, I thing. I thought that was but, very mm-hmm. unique. And it's. You know, it's much better than Murder on the Orient Express. Not that we need to yeah, compare those. Well, but the thing is about but, those, those were written, like, in the 30s. But I'm saying so those the, kinda... the most recent adaptation, I'm, I'm comparing to that movie oh, specifically. Sure, okay. yeah. But I'm still excited for Murder those on the Nile. Those are great stories. I, I can't wait for Death, Death, Death on the Nile. Yeah. Death on the Nile. I love those murder mysteries. So, like, I want both, you know? And I'm yeah, right. so excited they're doing the Daniel Craig. Because yeah. I don't want to... Yeah. Even though I love Anna de Armas, I don't want to see any of those other characters. I just want to see Daniel Craig okay. on another mission. I like to see Craig and the Bring, Keith uh, Stanfield. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah I want to see the three of them together. <laughs> they were great. Exactly. Together, so. Should we talk about Dolomite now or go back to it? Circle back to it. We can talk about it now. Yeah, so, yeah, Dolomite is my name is at number 10. And it's at 15 points. And it was... It's 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 a good... it's. A great movie. It's funny, but it was only on both of your lists. Mm. So and Gio had it. Gio had it on three, and Keith had it at four. four. See, I feel like if I would have seen this movie, I would have probably. I'm saying, was he nominated? No. No. Yeah, that's a shame. That's a shame. He he should have been nominated. Okay, can somebody? I'm look. Can somebody inform me on the historical relevance of this movie? Because I don't know about it. Like meaning. So this is about, is it about Rudy and... Ray Moore, yes. comedian, <clears throat> That's what uh, I mean. and he, he played the, the a famous black exploitation character named Dolomite. Okay, and it shows how he created that character and how he got it to rise from this his his rise from being kind of a down and out comedian to creating this character and how he all of a sudden the way hit through his own the way he worked and just really hustled and. Mm-hmm. So, so many people telling him, no, this is ridiculous. What do you got? Nobody wants to. And he just grinded it out and made it into, because mm-hmm. it, it's an iconic, certainly as a black exploitation character and when the black community, certainly in the 70s, it's, it's an iconic character. Um, and one of the founders of, well, not founders, but unofficially kind of led to what we get in uh, modern like rap music. Mm-hmm. It kind of started with him. Because okay. he, he, he would, a lot of his uh, acts as his character was, uh, he would, a series of rhymes. And he would set music to it. Mm-hmm. 
So a lot of people say, well, he's kind of kind of the first rapper, you know. And what and time era was this? Seventies. Okay. Early to mid seventies. So. No, I, I definitely need to watch it. I just yeah. I didn't know about all that because yeah. when I first saw the movie was coming out, because uh, was was Dolomite a movie? Yes. Okay, yeah. so I thought it was a remake or a sequel to that movie. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I didn't. I never watched the trailer. I didn't he know was anything. a. It, it was a character he created on stage. Okay, so and it's kind of like a biopic. Made a bunch of yes. albums. Yes, it's a biopic, but it's it's about and a specific. This just this one so time. So everybody's thing. raving about Eddie Murphy's performance. Is it is it all comedic or is there? There's dramatic drama. Element. There's drama. Oh, yeah. It's, drama. it's, it's okay. very, very much. It's, the ret- it, it's his return. I need to check it's it out. It's his return. Yeah. When oh, I always forget about this movie, and you, every time you guys talk about it, it makes me mad that I we just we should watch it, Brian. Yeah. Just, just start it. Just click play. You will not. You will when not regret it. when he goes on, st- when Eddie Murphy goes on stage and starts getting into the stand-up comedy, it's just like, oh my god, he's back. Yeah. He's incredible, and just and doing it in this mm-hmm. character, but it's you still, yeah, you get that feeling like, oh, Eddie Murphy's back on stage. Wesley man. Snipes as the director, oh <laughs> the director of the whole, the, the whole entire the entire cast, the yeah. entire Everybody. cast is great. Oh yeah, so Craig good. Robinson yeah. from The Office. Who uh, plays Mike uh, God, what's his name? He, he was Nightcrawler in the X Men First Class films. Um, Dark Phoenix. What's his name? Uh, starts with an A. Oh, uh, Cody Smith McPhee. Uh, Cody Smith McPhee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the young kid, the young yeah, filmmaker, yeah, the director. Yeah, yeah, he's like, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we making? The, the, no, yeah. the lighting assistant. The, yeah, the lighting assistant. Yeah, yeah, the lighting assistant. Right? Well, before yeah. he was cast in X Men, everyone was raving about him as far as mm-hmm. an actor. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if he he's starts popping on the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, yeah. There are moments in this movie that I think all of you've seen it, right? Mm-hmm. Where especially you two will appreciate because it's kind of what we do. The 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 best scene in the movie might be the bedroom scene. The bedroom. That was listen. The bedroom. Yeah, scene. I was going to say as well, but I'm yes, so <laughs> the, the bedroom scene, man, is just a lot of people compare sexy. this to um, what's it called? The James Franco movie where he did the uh, very the much. Artist. It's yeah. very much like that, except this artist. guy's more. This one's better. It's better. Yeah. I hated that movie. It, it, this guy's not a, like he's for, he knows what he's doing more yeah. than it, you know. It doesn't quite work. Well, yeah, it's hard I'm to describe. I'm not saying like they're he the knows same the, type of person. No, I'm, no, saying, I'm, not, like, I'm not saying that. I'm just telling you like that showing the background of a, the creation of something. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and the yeah. way his his just determination mm-hmm. to get it done. So you're right in that sense. But certainly, uh, as far as the two characters, he definitely knows what he's doing more than uh, that guy did. Not yeah. by much. This movie <laughs> definitely has a lot of heart. It really does. Eddie Murphy is is his best. And yeah. you're you're behind him 100 percent the whole time. Yeah, yeah, it's. All right, well, let's run through this quickly again. Um, I already deleted that uh, upper bar. So, um, Dolomite is my name is at 10, Marriage Story 9, 1917 8, Peanut Butter Falcon 7, Joker 6, Aladdin made top five at five, Ford vs. Ferrari at four, Knives Out at three, and a number two at 25 points on four out of the five lists. Geo, Jojo Rabbit. Yes. And it's Jacob's number one. Uh, I was getting. And it's my. It's my number four. I was getting scared that it wasn't going to make the list. No, you haven't seen it, right? Not yet, but once I do, I. Oh, I I already know I'm going to love this movie. (laughs) So was number nine. This was so difficult to put this over my number one. It was so difficult, but I like. I just took a couple days to think about it, and I'm like, yes, it is because for me, I mean, I love Taco Titi, obviously. But I, you know, I am a history buff. I love history. I love World War II history. I love World War I history. Um, and he took that and made a comedy with it. Satire comedy. Satire comedy, yeah. which is, but also very serious and very dramatic and very, See, heart, you know, I don't even know that I would call it satire, to be honest. It, 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 it is... It's, so I hear you. He, he is satire comedy, but the movie well, isn't because he it's is. just about so this kid. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, it he is, is right. satire yes. because look, I think more than Taika Waititi is a satire because look at Rebel Wilson's, Wilson's character. Look at uh, uh, Sam, Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. <laughs> the beginning, his introduction. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, One of the greatest scenes. One of the yeah. greatest the scenes. The thing is, through that satire, he Taika Waititi is telling a very like important, oh, a, in-depth and a, story and a specific story through that. And I loved yeah. all of it. Like even Rebel Wilson was great in this. Like just she brought the right. Like he used her perfectly. Yeah. You know, you didn't want her. In, she wasn't in the movie a lot, but he he used her perfectly. And the kids I and love what they're the doing with class. the kids and the friend. Damn it. Which was which was uh, real? The Germans really did that. Yeah. I mean, they used kids and to. 
you know, just all of it. And I don't, I, yeah. I, I don't want to spoil So, anything, so but... JoJo, his name is Roman Griffin Davis, yes. and his okay. friend is Archie Yates. I love that. Yeah. Oh, and then good. the young girl, the young girl's name is Thomasin McKenzie. She mm. was amazing. She, she was, was yeah. good. She was amazing. And thank you for nominating Scarlett Johansson for this. Yes. She's nominated twice this yes. year, deservedly so. She I'll tell you what was incredible, and I can't decide which performance is better. To be I, I haven't seen the other one. Yeah, I'm not gonna. But. Uh, I can't. You said this is probably her best performance. I, I, I thoroughly agree. I it think might be. It might be her best career best performance. Her She's so. Yeah. I don't, the scene. One. Where, well, I don't, want, I don't want to say, but there's, there's a scene Gio, uh, in the middle. No, I know. But there's Gio. I'll yeah, go yeah. watch it with you. I, I, see, I are you, want, are you I ta- Are you talking about the dancing? Yes. Yes. That's the well, best thing I've ever ever seen her do. The dancing, like. Throughout the movie, yes. how it plays into everything. But when, when yeah. they're having dinner, him and oh, that is the yeah. best thing I've ever seen her do. Yeah. And I was yeah. riveted by you, that. You, you can tell that she's she's no longer the the, the beauty pageant girl. She's yeah. she's an actress. Full on. I, like I don't even lie. Like you don't even think you forget it's her. Like mm-hmm. just in this performance, she's, like, she's, she's so she's good. Funny she is very funny. And very funny. Yeah, just what Taika Waititi, just way he, whatever he's doing. Again, we've talked about him. He's up there as well. Um, he can't. He, he, well, he knows how to direct whatever. actors. That's yes. the big thing. A and lot of people don't know how to do that. Yeah. Every movie of his, like even in Thor, you got great performances from everybody. Yes. Like every movie he touches, or anything he touches, like even in The Mandalorian. Yeah. Like I look what he, he did. Look what he did with James Sudeikis yeah. as the stormtrooper. Right. You get these performances <laughs> yeah. from these I think actors. He energizes everyone. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You get, you get a sense that exactly. You get a sense when you're on set just, with him. Watch. Yeah. Look at his. Just any set photos of any of his films, and yeah. you could just see it with him. Like he he gets he, he dresses all crazy. Well, there was that story on the Mandalorian that he he showed up in pajamas and he brought a couch. <laughs> see, there you go. Directed right? from he directed couch. from the couch. Like that's who he is. And you can tell, and you hit around the head, and you can tell he gets that performance mm-hmm. out of everyone. And you know, he specific he knows specifically what he wants, and he knows how to get that out of people, yeah. and how to get, and he puts mm-hmm. that in, in his storytelling as well. Uh, the way he tells stories and free guy, uh, free guy. The thing that I, uh, yeah, <laughs> he's not directing, but he's in it. Yeah, he's yes, in it, but <laughs> imagine if he was directing that. My uh, lord, he's a, good, he's a good actor as well. We've seen him in absolutely, you know, Green Lantern, whatever. That's not his fault, but he wasn't uh, in that. He's funny, in it. according to according to him, he wasn't he in was, that. That never happened. <laughs> he was funny, hey, he was funny. Deadpool 2 erased. Green Lantern from history. Right? Sure did. So, so that's why they don't remember it. That's right. Yeah, that's correct. Exactly. But no, Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit should win Best Picture, but it's not. Gonna. It's not going to. Uh, if it does, yeah. I'll be the happiest person in the world. It's one. I have it at number five, but yeah. like everything that's in my top five could have been number one, and I, I really very closely like. Oh, Jojo I'm glad Rabbit. it's nominated though. Like that. That's good enough. Yeah. For recognition yeah. wise, yeah. It's yeah. All right, guys. Well, let's move on to number one. Uh, it was. Uh, a wallop at one by 14 points. It's on all five of our lists. No surprise here. Avengers Endgame is at number one. Um, and it is at number one on Brian's, two at Jacob's, three on Keith's, four on Geo's, and six on mine. It's not a surprise knowing us. 39 it's points. 39 points. So take the four, guys. Number one. It's the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> it's, oh my God. I'll never go through a movie. In the theater with the motions, I feel like ever again, like I did through that when I was sitting watching that movie. It, I mean, it's 10 years in one three hour block. Like, I, I've never openly weeped in a movie until that ending, and I was crying. And I, I don't, I cannot picture a movie that has done that to me. I cannot. Just the motion throughout. And never has my uh, Apple Watch heart rate thing oh, wow. gone off. That's crazy. <laughs> then when Captain Marvel, I'll never forget as long as I when she flew in. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I, it was like, your heart rate is above 120. <laughs> and I was like, this movie's incredible. But it, yeah. I mean, it's it's culmination of 10 years. It's unheard of. 10 years, 22 movies. Yeah. That's why we love movies. That yeah. passion right yeah. there. Um, so real quick, so I was showing somebody at work my list and they were like he's he was like, Bro, you can't tell me you really got Avengers Endgame at number two. Like that's just because, you know, it's the end of the series and you know, you you're connected to it and you love Iron Man and I'm like, Yeah, but it's the thing is I was trying to explain to him, you don't understand the subjectivity of film. Does not matter whether it's a 
comic book movie with a $500 million budget. It doesn't matter if it's a indie film with a thousand dollar budget a movie is a movie character storytelling everything this movie has it all on top of it it's a culmination of the mcu on top of it it has like probably my second favorite character in movies of all time in iron man uh played by robert downey jr and they wrap i mean everybody knows i didn't want to see him go but the way they did it was so beautiful and perfect, perfect. i'm okay with it i'm totally okay yep. with it and I can't say enough about this movie. Like I said, it was hard for me to put Jojo Rabbit above it. And that just shows how much I love Jojo Rabbit. But this movie, I don't think we'll ever see anything like that That battle, that nope. end battle. Like, that's that's incredible. Like, I can't imagine anything, like, comparable to that. It's crazy. Uh, Cat picks up Mjolnir. That's all I'll say. Yes. That's why I'm Next. surprised, like, it's not your number one. Yeah. <laughs> like, just for that. <laughs> wasn't even kind of a top five. Yeah, it's number, For me, number him, six. Him there. tightening up, or no, him walking up to the thing and then getting ready to take on that whole army by himself that is scene, better than him. That scene, than yep. him picking up more. Mo- yep. Because yeah. that that was he the was moment. Seriously, going to run towards that. Well, army that's what that's what happens them. in the comics. Yeah. That he says that he says that line. As long as one man stands above you, you'll never win. Yeah. And he would have died if he. That's that's know, where like, he died in the comics. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had at number three, uh, and it was kind of a. Coin flip, to be honest, between that and Knives Out, between two and three. Uh, but uh, at such a great time, great, great time at both, of course. But we were all there together. Such a, cool a great experience. time yeah. at Knives Out. I just like, just, just, just edged it out. Like, I mean, just barely. But, um, yeah, it's, I mean, and, and also, I, I still, uh, we talked about it when we did our decade, I think our decade list or whatever, but just, I have Infinity, Infinity War slightly above it. Um, but, this one, what, it's a, such a tough task to try to complete this whole saga. Um, and they did it. And you could tell it was well-researched. They called back to things that... from It was certainly a love letter for those of us who've been following it the entire time. And, uh, you know, calling back to things from 10 movies ago or whatever. Even the original Avengers. Ago. Yeah, and... bringing back characters. That, oh, yeah, that person. Uh yeah, it, it what it's such a difficult thing to do, um, and this is what and I'm, I don't want to knock Star Wars here, but I'm saying I'm being serious. Like this is how you you could tell it was well researched and well, you know they there was a plan. Yeah, exactly, and they <clears> followed <throat> it, and they really took their time to really plot this thing out, and uh, everything was set up for years. Granted, they had a longer time than Star Wars did, but they you could tell it was plotted out, and this. Culminated in, in uh, a near masterpiece. Like I said, I got Infinity War slightly above it, but this is—I mean—it's right there, and it's one of the definitely one of the best movies. It's—it's uh, it's like three movies in one. Mm-hmm. One thing I love about it because you, you got the 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 morning period of the first act of the film, and the third act is okay. Here's the plan, then the heist, and then of course the big battle at the end. The the battle is a it's. It's a big old battle, and if you just if you're not the initiated like us, I mean, it could look like a bit of a like what is what's going on? It's a bit of a mess. <laughs> There's stuff happening all over the place, but uh, you know, seeing all these characters from the last movies the come, come back, and, yeah. and and just everything going on, and just okay, we're passing around the gauntlet and stuff, and this person had this person has it, and Clint, give it to me. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. I was like, bring it that up because whole, just through in the action, they're storytelling. Right, that's what I'm saying. They, yes. they have the moment in Civil War when he's like, who are you? Or, yeah. And he's like, we yeah. have a man. I love when he catches the arrow. And to call that back, back. to but call so back to that was through like... that, they're saying like, oh, Black Panther has respect for, for right. Hawkeye because Hawkeye's out there, no superpowers, just running around fighting these yeah. things, which 100%. is crazy. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. and, yeah, even within the battle, there's little things going on. And yeah. Ant-Man and Wasp are trying to jumpstart the time machine, and Thanos, of and course. There's still... that when, when she says Cap, like that's calling back to yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp. When, when well, you have Tony, she Tony and Peter Cap. reuniting, yeah. Tony too. Peter, which, that's, that, for me, was that's still they, so heartwarming. <laughs> I'm about to get when they hug. Tony just, <laughs> when I know Tony just looking at him crazy. like, he's this so happy. Nice. Yeah, just gives yeah. Me hug and his, Can I say the biggest yeah. crime was this movie not getting nominated, not even for Best Picture, but Best Score? It was never going to be nominated for Best Picture. I knew that. But yeah. the score was, is excellent. Was it Silvestri or Jackman? Silvestri. Silvestri. As it should have been. He's done, done all, he's done all, been all of them. He, he didn't... Uh, well, but there are some Daniel amazing did scores this year, though. Okay. But, so, well, yeah. It, it, it should have been over Rise of Skywalker to me. 
That, well, that that's a that's a legacy nomination because John Williams might yeah, never do a score again. Well, the that's score why. Was, the five was Star Wars nineteen seventeen, which deserved Joker deserved. I haven't seen Little Women yet, so I don't know. Oh, and oh then okay. The Marriage Story score is great too. Marriage Stories, okay. the theme of the Marriage Stories. Yeah, the score is excellent. Yeah. I well, agree. Gio, you're a resident DC guy, man. Oh, Gio loves this movie. He you came out of it. He came out of it beaming. He came out of it beaming. Exactly what you said when you let's, walked out. Keith and yeah. I have a good recognition yeah. of how you I came out of this movie. Ryan does let's, too. Yeah, let's recap what I, what, ha- what happened. I got out the movie. We did a podcast, and I straight up said, "That's it. Marvel, Marvel's king. Kevin Feige is god. Um, the DC will likely never, highly, highly, night likely never." You know, be able to pull something like this off unless they get their heads out their ass. Um, Zack Snyder, as much as I love him, He's uh, not the Russo brothers. Will not be able to make a film like this, um, even if you know he had all the money and funding in the world or whatnot, because you know whatever reasons. But as 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 great of a theatrical experience as this movie is, as much of an achievement as it is i can't i have to say it's not as rewatchable <laughs> as an infinity war no i agree as uh, a I winter agree. soldier i find myself okay this is cool but i kind of want to skip this part oh look i can press this oh uh, you know that's a good point and go forward that's a good point i i i, just, I do that i do that yes. i watch i watch it's what's well, three hours for one thing but yes i yeah, I think I've probably watched Infinity War more. But what made me put this movie so high, definitely in the top five, was that theatrical experience I got. I yeah. will never forget it. It's a movie that when you saw on the big screen and the 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 climactic battle, it, it it's Return of the King vibes, honestly. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's good call. So so well done, and just the score, the the callbacks, just. It, th- this movie feeds off our love for these characters, our investment, our memories, our nostalgia. It takes that and it just, it, 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 okay, we're going to add it in here and it's just, it's icing on the cake. Credit it's, the writers, Marcus and uh, McFeely, you know, and that's, all, the, all the cat that's movies. That's the argument and... for Ryan Johnson. If he right. consistently, all, if he would have done that, he <clears> probably <throat> could have built something incredible. He probably can still build something incredible. 100%. You know? um, but yeah, you just, the theatrical experience, not since The Dark Knight. You and, I were, you and I were sitting together, and <laughs> I was just thinking about this the other day, uh, when... Because I did exactly what you're just talking about. I, we yes. just watched the opening, like the first, like maybe 20 minutes, mm-hmm. uh, up till the five years later point. And when Thor uh, hacks off Thanos' head, and you were like, "All right, movie's over, <laughs> done." <laughs> yep. And we were both because you and her both like, "What? What just happened?" And and that's yeah. What's the rest of this movie about then? Like, what is going and on? And that's what I did. Five years, which was. Like, right, that was so wow. And that's nobody... another thing, people uh, that that we didn't mention. Thor, yeah, uh, yeah, right. Coming off of Ragnarok, Infinity War, they've been right. doing the past couple films. They've been doing some really great things with this character. Hundred percent, especially 100%. in Endgame. You know, it's it it it's very much how Tony and Iron Man three had that you know PTSD. Yeah, right. In this film, he he's uh, for a lot of it, he's he's a shell of of the the God of Thunder. He, oh, he's been traumatized he's from traumatized everything that's happened in the last two movies. Yes. But even at that, he's not at his height yeah. because uh, Infinity War Thor could have beat Thanos by himself. Yes. But th- this Thor couldn't. And I love that line. As long as we're all in agreement. One of the best lines in the whole his movie. His eyes, the lightning yeah. coming out of his eyes. And he just twists like, his beard. Yeah, yeah man. He's a, Norse, he's a Norse god. Yeah, exactly. Right? Totally Viking status, yes, well, I love that. Yeah, Jake has one that. complaint, though. Yeah, they they should have given they should have kept his eye patch. Stupid that they gave his eye back. Yeah, my opinion. Stupid, yeah. my opinion. Well, that was an Infinity War, though. Yeah, that's why I'm but saying it's just stupid. They gave his eye back. You, 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 you're not gonna cover up Chris Hemsworth. Stuff. It's, it's Hemsworth. He's beautiful man. It's it was perfect. We, we want to see. It him. was amazing. My mom literally said that. She's, he better get his <laughs> eyes off. Like, just like he's not gonna he's not gonna stay sparkle chubby Thor for long. He's gonna be he's gonna be super ripped Hemsworth. Lastly, we just had to talk the send off for Cap. Uh, so beautiful. I gotta yeah, say, pass, passing of the torch. Keith, don't the do pass, it. Passing of the shield. Keith, don't do it. No, I need to see him again. 
I need to see him. Oh, no, I, no. Need, I, need, I need him back. I think we will see him. I again. need Captain America back. I think back. we will see him again. We, we, yeah. Evans doesn't sound totally like he wants to do it anytime soon. He said that they come up with something. I saw him in an interview that he did with Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Um, the Vanity Fair one. Yes, yes. Yeah, I watched he, he the said actors would, on actors. Oh, I saw that too. If somebody comes up with something good, he would probably he'd consider and, it. And who are we kidding? These, these writers. Uh, I need to see him Stephen again. Stephen Mc. Marcus, McFeely, Marcus, McFeely, Marcus, Christopher McFeely, Marcus. Marcus. Yeah. They can come up with something. They can easily. Well, they, they can easily come up I'm with something. I'm okay. Like, if you just leave it as is, beautiful. Oh, to, I, I, agree. I agree. But if you did, do you really think so when Captain America goes back in time, this is Peggy Carter? If there's like something going on in the world, do you really think he's just going to sit back and do nothing? Right. No. That's what I'm saying. I would want to see, if they did, I want to see something in the past, like where he went in that timeline. Yeah, right. That time. What did so he do? What did he do? Well, it's another like the, back in uh, period piece movie. The interesting thing is that the original origin of Captain America, he is actually part of a team called the Thunderbolts back in the forties. Well, that's that, what I want to see. And it has the very first um, iteration of Human Torch. Uh, Human Torch. Thunderbolts and, or uh, the Invaders? Invaders. 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 Sorry, uh, Thunderbolts. Invaders. Namor, it's the Invaders. Namor. Namor. Human Torch. Original Human Torch. And we saw the Human Torch costume in the very first Captain America. Yeah. At the Stark True. Expo, right. I really so, love to see that. And oh I, yeah, look, it was in a case for me. Like they can, um, they always do <clears> things <throat> like changes with with teams and things like that. I want to see Wolverine and Cap interact in World War or just in the past because Wolverine was live, and they even do in the X Men series. There's an episode where um, it's called like War Buddies or something like that, where they um, because they knew each other from the war. Yeah, right. So like. The thing that's within the like you can tell that story that it would make sense. So I would love to see something like Man, that. Man, I would have loved to talk about this forever. I would have loved to see how does this turn into a Chris Evans <laughs> yeah, Captain MCU America discussion. see Hugh Jackman and be like, You're still the same age? Yeah. Well certainly we'll you've got Falcon and Winter Soldier coming up this year and certainly we'll see kinda where those two pick up from how they deal with losing their friend. Uh and uh I don't who knows who knows where that can lead. So I mean excited. Yeah, that, that's that's gonna be great. So, All right, gentlemen, awesome. let's let's run through uh, these honorable mentions in our top 10 real quick before we get to our individuals and we'll get out of here. Um, so we have 23 overall movies that made the list um, out of our 10 movies that we gave uh, individually. Mine are all going to be the back end. No. Um, and so at 23, and it was number 10 on Geo's list, it's Fighting With My Family. Um, I really haven't seen that. Great, great, hey, that uh, came, great movie. That it is, is very close to yeah. breaking into my um, 22, it was uh, number 10 for both Jacob and I's long shot. I love that. So movie. happy it's on the list. It's on HBO. I need um, it was good. I actually 21 watched. is Booksmart, and that was number nine on Jacobs. Uh, <laughs> number eight on Jacobs was Parasite, which came in at number 20. I just watched it a couple yeah. days ago. Look, I need to see it. It's on you gotta see it. have to watch Parasite. Don't, so don't let the subtitles scare you. One of, oh my goodness, I wish I would have saw it in the theaters because if, if I did, I would have said it's one of the best movie experiences because it is not what you expect. Like, I never watched a trailer or anything, mm-hmm. so I didn't know. No, I was expecting like a, a horror movie about a creature, to be honest. But it's not even about that at all. It's an absolute masterpiece. Mm. Absolute masterpiece. Uh, number nineteen. It was eight on Brian's list. Rocket Man. Um, okay. Eighteen. <clears throat> it was number seven on Geo's Bombshell. I'm with you on that one. Great movie. Um, Seventeen. Keith, I'm so proud of you putting this on on here. Zombieland Two. I haven't seen it. Um, Where was it on your list? Number six. Number six. Yeah, I remember Love when you first so saw good. it, you were like, the video so was your favorite movie of the yeah, year at the time. Good. Yeah. So good. Um, number 16, uh, this was on Geo's list, Once uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, 15, this was on Brian's Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, four, do you forget about that one? <laughs> you forgot about Once Upon a Time? Yes. No, I, uh, it's disappointing to me, but I still love it. I still love it, but like not top 10 for me. Uh, fourteen. This was uh, this was on Brian and I's list. Uh, How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World. Uh, thirteen. This was on Geo, Jacob, and Keith's highest was on Jacob. John Wick Chapter Three: Parabellum. Awesome. Uh, twelve. It was on Keith and Brian's Toy Story Four. Yeah. And number eleven. Um, the because, real number eleven. <laughs> uh, the real number eleven because it was on Brian and I's list. It was Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. It was highest on Brian's at number three. I had it at nine, guys. Relax. Relax. I had it at 12, which... If it, I would have remembered 1917, it would have been four. 15, and if I would have remembered Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it wouldn't have made it. And so, that, yeah, so that, Parasite that'd be in, my top in 1917 knocked Rise of Skywalker out of my top ten. But I still still love that movie. Just 
So our official top 10 of 2019, this is our consensus list. So we got number 10, Dolomite Is My Name, 9, Marriage Story, 8, 1917, 7, The Peanut Butter Falcon, 6, Joker, 5, Aladdin, 4, Ford v. Ferrari, 4, Ford v. Ferrari, um, 3, Knives Out, 2, Jojo Rabbit, and number 1, Avengers Endgame. Oh. Um, so let's run through our individual list real quick. Jacob, why don't you start us off, man? Sure. Uh, number 10, I have Long Shot. Number 9, I have Book Smart. Number 8, I have Parasite. Number seven, I have Marriage Story. Number six, I have John Wick, uh, Chapter Three, Parabellum. Number five, I have 1917. Number four, I have Joker. Number three, Aladdin. Number two, Endgame. And number one, Jojo Rabbit. Nice. So my top 10, although I will say 11 and 12 did not get much love this year that deserved it was Alita, Battle Angel, and Us. Just throwing that out. I like both those movies yeah. a lot. Uh, number 10 for me was Ford v. Ferrari. Uh, nine Jojo Rabbit, eight Rocket Man, seven Aladdin, six How to Train Your Dragon, three, uh, five Spider Man Far From Home, four Toy Story, four, uh, three Star Wars, two The Peanut Butter Falcon, and one Avengers Endgame. Keith, uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, could you actually? Do you have mine? Yeah. Yeah, you just changed it while you were doing it. Yeah. I, I got yours. <laughs> mine would have been completely... All right, so Keith... You don't mind. Uh, no, you're good, you're good. Uh, so his top 10 was John Wick 3, number 10, uh, Joker at 9, Toy Story 4 at 8, uh, Aladdin at 7, Zombieland 2 at 6, Jojo Rabbit at 5, Dolomite Is My Name at 4, Avengers Endgame at 3, Knives Out 2, Ford v. Ferrari at number 1. All right. Uh, I put in... The Irishman at That's eight. That's the one I was talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. I put that at eight and I moved everything else down. So John Wick 3 just missed it. So that's what cool. I did. That's, cool. that's what I would have done watch. if I thought it. But that's, that's my list. Geo? All right. So number 10 is Fighting With My Family. Number nine is Aladdin. Number eight, John Wick 3. Number seven, Bombshell. Number six, Marriage Story. Number five, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Number four, Avengers Endgame. Number three, Dolomite. Number two, Joker. And number one, Knives Out. All right, for me, I got number 10, Long Shot. Nine, How to Train a Dragon in the Hidden World. Eight, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Seven, Knives Out. Six, Avengers Endgame. Five, Marriage Story. Four, Jojo Rabbit. Three, The Peanut Butter Falcon. Two, 1917. And number one, Ford v. Ferrari. Awesome. Yeah, I need to watch the actual number one of the year. I need the to watch Ford v. Ferrari one. again. The yeah, actual just, number one of the year. I'm going to watch it again. Jake, if you don't mind. Okay, so, yeah, I, just, I, 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 I want to go. I need to go. You guys should go. Yeah, hey, really, we'll do a double feature. <laughs> Jojo Rabbit and Ford v. Ferrari. Hey, Triple feature. Knives out too. What time did you go down? Four movies. I want all the factors in it. What time day did you go No, I saw it I saw it like around 7, 8 o'clock at night. I smoked a little bit. Oh, my God. All right. Well, on that note, guys, there is our consensus list for the 2019 movies our top 10 uh, make sure you guys let us know down below in the comments what your top 10 is what you think of our top 10 um, some opinions on where our stuff ranks where you would have it etc uh, make sure you guys follow, follow us on social media um, audio podcast youtube of course this is where we are and you can find all of our links um, anywhere really and so for the crew jacob brian keith geo and myself this is apocalypse movies thank you guys for joining us uh, look out for our 2019 rankings of the geek movies here pretty soon and we'll see you guys next time hey everyone jacob bartley here thanks for watching if you want to check out something similar from apocalypse movies click this video up here if you want something a little bit different check out this video down here if you haven't done so please subscribe to apocalypse movies and let us know your thoughts in the comments section we always love to hear from you. Thanks for watching.